And we're back, we're back, we're back. Guess who's back? Back yes, again. Are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And uh, Last just, week's episode? What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. It was a um, very good episode. Uh, Kieran was a fantastic person to have on the show. I uh, yes. got a lot of feedback from it. Yes. Um, I, lo- I saw a lot of commenting on his networks from, you know, the stuff that he said and they did. Um, I got a lot of feedback sent to me direct about it going, hey, that was a really good episode. Really love to hear the insides on, on you know, reality TV. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were shocked that there's cameras while you're taking a shit. But, you know. <laughs> um, but it's done wonders for, um, for our side of things. It has. Because we've launched our YouTube. We've launched our um, TikTok. The reels are up. People yep. are loving the reels. Yep. Um, it's, it's been a really good week in terms yep. of social media for our two blokes in the pod. Yep, only like a couple of hours in and, and we're getting some pretty good numbers. So Yeah, well, the first video <coughs> Thanks, that guys. we uploaded within an hour, over 3,000 views. So, perfect. wow, it's just phenomenal. Um, so, again, uh, like we have always mentioned, uh, you can follow us at Two Blokes at a po- in a Pod. Yep. Two Blokes in a Pod, mm-hmm. one word. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Yep. And now on YouTube. Oh, fantastic. Um, just search two blokes in the pod. So yep. it's a phenomenal, phenomenal and, um, way to get things going. And look, guys, like we, we, we plan to go live um, maybe in the next few weeks or a month or so. Uh, we'll work towards that. And that way you guys can, can interact with us live as well. That's it. And we're recording our sessions now. So um, these will all go full onto YouTube the way that we're talking, the way that we're recording, and it's going to be live on YouTube every week. Yep, awesome. Um, welcome. How was your week, man? The week, yeah, it was good. Monday is good. Uh, obviously, we, we, uh, when we had Kieran on, Tuesday, fucking hot, 42 degrees. Yeah. Um, we um, we uh, were doing a uh, painting an inside house, and I thought, okay, I'll be smart about it. I'll... Um, I'll whack the aircon on because no one was living at the house. and uh, No power. No, I get, I get to the, on the Tuesday morning and the fucking aircon was switched off by the owner. Oh. So it never really um, <clears throat> it never really cooled down that day, so it was pretty hot working there. Um, and then, What do you mean switched off by the owner? As in so he, w- he must have come, had a look at the, at the progress of the job, and he, he thought, oh, man, these guys must have left the aircon on. So he switched it off. Oh, so you turned it on? I turned it on the Monday night when we left, because oh, I knew Tuesday right, it was going to be hot. Right. right, so I thought, oh, we'll do that. So the boy, you know, me and the boys will, will have a cool day on Tuesday. Well, turns out we didn't, and turns out uh, in a double story house, the aircon won't won't work too well in a um, on a really stinking hot day. So, yeah, it is what it is. Oh, well done. And uh, yeah, and then Wednesday was uh, okay. It was all right. Yeah, and uh, Thursday was a complete shit show with the weather. Oh, it was, man. It was. Where did that come from? I don't understand where that torrential rain had come from. We are getting Melbourne weather in South Australia. Yeah, well. And then uh, I think Australia in general is just getting Melbourne weather, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. I think but so. Um, yeah, I was say I was mentioning to you that I had an event on Thursday night that was outdoors. Yeah. And I was shitting myself all day going, fuck, it's raining, it's raining, it's raining. And then come 8 o'clock, bang, cleared up, no problems, no rains. And we had the biggest number of patrons since before COVID times. Oh, geez. That's so right. I was very stoked. It was very good. But um, say hi to the camera. 
we're, we're, we're recording tonight. Um, <laughs> and yeah, this is going to be on YouTube. Um, very big week. And lots to talk about, lots to have fun about. Um, so what do you reckon? Get, Get into, into it. it. Yep. Let's, Let's it. do it. This is, this is Two Blokes in a Pod. Hey, what is that? The podcast where, well, it's a bit of this, a bit of that. I don't understand. Just blokey laughs and blokey chats. Okay. Whatever it is, let's get started. Yep, that's it. We're here. We're ready to rock. Um, I had someone contact me about uh, a couple of the things that we said last week in Blokes Bits. Yep. Um, and they had they couldn't stop laughing um, <laughs> with the story that I gave about um, the the female that wanted to have sex with a, a yeah. woman, yep. but didn't feel, feel comfortable, comfortable with her husband, with her husband um, mm. having sex with another person. Yep. Um, and absolutely, absolutely had a laugh. They told me that one of their mates was in a very similar situation. Are you joking? So I heard this live. And I, I just was shocked. I said, so what exactly happened to him? He goes, oh, look. So the wife pretty much said that she wanted to have a go with another woman. But um, he wasn't allowed to participate. He was more than welcome to sit there and watch. <laughs> but he wasn't allowed to participate. Ugh. And there was a word that Kieran used last week. So he was a cuck, mm. right? And I, and I said to my mate, oh, so he was a cuck. And he goes, what's a cuck? I go, cuckold, like as in he was sitting there watching his mm. woman screw another person mm-hmm. or being screwed by another person. Mm. And um, and he was just sitting there like, you know, Whatever. what, probably enjoying it, watching it, and pleasuring himself, who knows what he was doing. And he goes, I don't know, man. I, I don't even know if my mate knew what was going on. Oh, jeez. So I'm like, Jesus Christ. But we've got more stories like that later on. Okay. Yeah, so I thought, you know what? That's great stuff for blokes' bits. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so uh, big stuff in terms of, like, it's just the two of us tonight. It is. So I thought, I don't know, what do we what do we talk about this week? Where are we going to go? Um, and I thought about it, and I go, all right, so, you know, mental health, men's po- podcast. Where are we going to go tonight? What are we going to discuss? Um, and I thought, uh, you know, there's been a couple of situations where I've had to um, help or assist people. Uh, and I'm not just talking men, but women assist people um, with, you know, some sort of mental health issue, mm-hmm. um, whether it be, you know, medically related, drug related, family breakdown related and all that type of stuff. And I'm in no way a medical health, uh, a, a mental health practitioner, mm-hmm. uh, nor am I a nurse, a doctor or anything like that. I'm not even a social worker. You know, I, I work in a social environment um, through the line of work that I do, but I'm not qualified to be giving any um, social work support or medical support. So I have to heavily rely on external services and, you know, just, I find that with the lack of government funding into these type of NGOs, non, non-government organisations or um, medical organisations or offspring or whatever, I just find that there are some good ones which raise their own funds 
or are funded by some corporate sector. But then there's the ones that struggle and can't cope with the amount of medical health uh, required for these unfortunate people. So, yeah, look, it's sad because, you know, like I said, there are some people, you know, out there like really, really wanting the help and then, you know, can't afford to go see a therapist. They can't afford, like, obviously you can go through your your free, like, funded, um, you know, either clinics or practices and all that sort of stuff. But there'd be so far and few in between of the, these people doing it for voluntary or funded by some sort of government program that would be inundated with people and some you know maybe when these people need help the most they just don't have the time or resources to help that you know being inundated with all these people and it could be too late by that point oh absolutely i mean i know that the government has um maybe taken a withdrawn funding from certain um groups or organisations, and have put money into like the um, the Grenfell Street um, has a is it Grenfell Street or Curry Street? I don't know. One of the two um, has a urgent mental health uh, department where it's just a walk in, a twenty four hours a day walk in. But even they're struggling. That's one centre. You know, you've closed down all the, like, you know... Um, so there's only one centre in SA that does that? or in, The in urgent Adelaide? urgent mental health, uh, yeah. So uh, obviously you've still got the major hospitals that yeah, you can course. go to and all that. Um, but, you know, having a look, I did a little bit of research into mental health over 2023. Where were the pressures? Why was mental health such a big thing last year, right? And... I could take a guess. Go. The cost of living? Yeah, absolutely. Top... <laughs> Top, yeah. yep. So um, fewer Australians are feeling confident uh, in their ability to meet normal monthly expenses. Yeah. Um, that was a whopping. Uh, so in in two thousand and twenty two, fifty two percent. Last year in two thousand and twenty three, an absolute whopping statistic: eighty five percent of mental health issues were. Um, Sorry, 65% of mental health issues. I'm looking at the wrong one. 65% of mental health issues were related to um, financial financial issues. Hardship, yeah. yeah, cost of uh, cost of living. Mm. Um, the rising cost of living, so 58% increase on mental health. Housing costs um, having a big impact on mental health, 41% increase. Um, cost is a barrier to receiving mental health support, 25% increase. Same before. Um, so absolutely, um, people could be wanting the help, but can't afford to get it. You know, I've said this before, you know, even little things, well, not little things, but my mortgage for argument's sake has gone up almost double, double per week, um, in the last, well, since it started going up. And where's that? So where does that money come from? So you start stressing out. You know, it's just oh, what, what do I pull? Oh, yeah, I don't want to stop doing that. I don't want to stop doing this. I still want to live with my family, all that sort of stuff. Where people that don't have you know savings for a rainy day or are blessed to have you know uh, an income that can sort of sustain that up to a point, but you know where does this other money come from? It just stress stresses the fuck out of you. you know? So, 
um, if we look at um, average uh, overall adults that are 14 years plus, mm-hmm. right? Um, and we look at the different sectors of, you know, wh- who suffers the most from mental health, mm. what would you what would you say? Now, we're just not talking sex here, but we're talking different um, groups or different sectors of our society. Are you, are you going by race? Are you going by, you're not going by gender? No, but everything, not, not, not so much race, uh, more so, more so like, all right, so for example, your average adult. Oh, so right? from age between. And then your like, you know, um, LGBT community, um, First Nations women. So these are the, these are the groups Categories. that have been statted here, right? Okay. So um, average um, male adult, uh, LGBTQI First Nations women, eighteen to thirty-nine year olds, um, carers, oh, oh. mental health condition diagno- uh, diagnosis, or I would say mental probably health practitioners, eighteen to thirty-nine year old. Right. So you're saying that's the highest. I, w- I would say so. Yeah. Um, so the highest overall, we're talking now. So you know, on a scale of whatever. Six point seven percent is the highest, um, which goes to the average male, mm. is the the biggest group mm. that suffers from mental health, followed by women at six point six percent and low income earners at six point six percent. Oh yeah, I could see that. Um, then followed by, um, eighteen to thirty nine year olds, LGBTQI. And the First Nations. But when you look at the same groups, rising cost of living is having a big impact on mental health. The First Nations um, are the ones that are suffering the most right. when it comes to, um, you know, that. And then that's then followed by the 18 to 39-year-olds and the carers, hmm. right? Um, oh, and the... F- so these same groups, the biggest group to face uh, barriers on accessing mental health support is the First Nations by a whopping 76%, then dropping down to 65% for the uh, LGBTQI and, yeah, and again, the same group, 18 to 39 and carers. Now, to me, carers is one of the harshest jobs. If you're a carer I think so. of a disabled person or a mentally unwell person or anything really that's medically diagnosed um, and you are a, a registered carer for this person, you don't get that big support. Yes, there's carers as say, and there's a whole bunch of voluntary groups that can assist you with little bits and pieces. But can you imagine the mental health, the strain? Well, you would be... You're responsible for taking care of this person, this one particular person, or multiple people, depending on what your shift is and whatever, that's suffering from either like mental health or disability or whatever. But then you're also going to take care of yourself. You're also going to take care of your family. So say for some people, like they would have um, struggles at home, you know, multiple family members at home, would suffer from mental health or some sort of illness. Some would say that going to work is your escape. Mm. Um, and then you're, you know, if, if you're in that sort of sector like of work, you're going from home that people are suffering there, if not yourself, then you're going to work and dealing with the same thing. So you never have that 
outlet, never have that, not time off, but change of scenery for eight hours a day. Yeah. You know, these people aren't getting that. So they're the ones really that are fucking, they need the help and they just absolutely. don't have time to get it. Mate, absolutely. Hands down. Mm. Hands down. Um, same report um, has mentioned that more than two in five Australians aged 16 to 85 years old, so that's 42.9% of our Australian population, oh, so it's, yeah, right? That's almost chunk. 50%, almost mm-hmm. 50% of our population mm-hmm. um, have experienced a mental health disorder in their lifetime with one in five Australians, so 21.5% experiencing a mental health disorder in the previous 12 months. So we're talking the last 12 months, according to findings re- uh, released by the um, ABS that's a huge chunk, man. So do you, do you know what they're like? What they're basing it on? Like, what could be a? Um, what would they classify as? Yeah. A so they're saying disorder? anxiety was the most common group of mental health disorders in twenty to uh, in twenty twenty one to twenty twenty three. More than uh, more than one in six Australians had an anxiety disorder such as social phobia or post traumatic stress disorder in the previous twelve months. 7.5% of people had an affective disorder such as depression, while 3.3% had a substance use disorder. So 3.3% of that overall total is drug-related uh, mental health issues. Um, but the rest is actually, you know, a, a problem. Mm. Uh, I mean, not that there drugs are isn't a problem. But... but no, something have, has, something's not self-inflicted, I like, guess. We're living in an age of social media social information and like quick information to hand mm. and you have people that have a social disorder mm. a social phobia mm. what age bracket was that based on so that was based on 18 to what is it no 16 to 85 years old Far so right in up. general like that's yeah. the most pop that's the biggest population um and you know you got to be careful again on social media like we were, we were talking about with kieran last week you know, he's had some success, uh, a great deal of success on social media, but there's always going to be those trolls, haters, whatever. They're going to be on there and try and drag you down, and you can't really escape it because that pretty much 90% of his work, I'm assuming, is is just a social media presence. Absolutely. You know, and, and people, I mean, back in when I went to high school, um, there were in, so when I was in year nine, year 10, year 11, when I was in year eight, there was a suicide, one of the kids. When I was in year nine, there was another suicide. And when I was in year 10, there was another suicide. You know, I mean, we didn't really know why and what happened. But I could probably take a stab in the dark here and say... Bullying? Bullying on social media at school. Um, I, mean, I didn't know these people personally. But um, I knew of them through the yard. I mean, yep. Norwood High was a big, uh, big school. But... Um, yeah, you just got to be careful. Like little things, you, you talk to people, talk to them nicely. You know, it's it's not that hard to just be kind to one another. All right, you can have jokes here and there and all that bullshit, but something that could be so meaningless to you, you say something on social media. Fucking once it's on the internet, it's there forever. Yeah, you know, it could fucking fuck someone up. Absolutely, yeah, hundred um, percent. So going on with the statistics that was shown, mm-hmm. that was delivered. 
um, around 1.1 million, so 38.8% of young adults aged 16 to 24 have experienced mental health disorder in the last 12 months. Almost half of the young females and one third of the young males aged 16 to 24 had a mental health disorder in this period, um, with anxiety disorders being the most common. Yeah. Now, nearly three in five, so we're talking three in five now, so that's, that's a big chunk, big number. Um, who identify as gay, lesbian, or bisexual, or ha have a different term to describe their sexual orientation, had a mental disorder in the previous 12 months. One in five people who identified as heterosexual had a mental health disorder. So, you know, it's given a breakdown on even mm. if you're oh, not, yeah. you know, part of the gay and lesbian community, um, you you know, they, they those people still experience mental health disorder, maybe whether it be to a bad breakup, um, whether it just be to, you know, a pretty controlling relationship, male or female, um, you know, it just, it's... Wow. It's a real thing. That's a that's a massive problem. Um, care. Okay, so some notes, um, and you know, definitely, uh, you know, we really, really are big on this. Um, care should be taken when reporting on mental health, uh, ill health, and suicide. So, guys, one thing that I'm very, very big on. Very, very big on. If you are having those thoughts, you need to talk to someone. I understand sometimes it might be too difficult to talk to someone. I have discussed this many times on this uh, podcast. I urge you to talk to someone. Either pick up the phone and call one of the lines like 1-800, you know, um, 1-800, I was going to say 1-800-RESPECT. That's a DV thing. Um, but like a call Beyond Blue, Beyond Blue call Black Dog Institute. Um, you know, there's so many mental health places that can help you. Mm. Call them. They're, that's what they're there for. They're there to listen to you and help you. Even if you think, if you're having very bad thoughts, call the mental health triage and say you need someone to come and help you. Yep. Um, it's a simple phone call. I cannot, cannot stress that enough. Massive, massive. Hey, there's a group going around at the moment, and I've been, I've sent them a couple of messages and trying to get them. They're an Adelaide-based group called Chin Up Mental Health. Yep. Right. A guy's going around called Cameron, and literally just going up to random people, random people, and just giving stuff to them. The other day, random guy, fifty bucks, just keep it. I'm here to help with mental health. Oh, it's nice. You know, it's like. And I'm trying to get him on so we can discuss this in depth and a bit further. Mm -hmm. um, That'd be good. You know, just so we can get his view on what he's trying to do and what he's trying to achieve mm -hmm. with his program, with his company. Um, I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. We need more like that. We need more people in this world that give a shit about people with mental health. And yeah, even just oh, what I was just saying before, it's not really that hard just to be nice to someone, is it? You know, Not at all, you know. And um, like even like when I when I roll into work and I see other traders on site, boys, how you going, mate? How you going, mate? Yeah, how's things? Yeah, good. Like it's just little things, little things like that. Just you know, someone could just had a fight with the missus or had a fight with someone they care about, and whatever. And they come to work feeling like shit and don't want to fucking talk to anyone. And one guy, like even like the other uh, the other week, um, there was a few traders on site. Like it was near the end of the day. It was a bit hot. 
and I've got a so I've got a trailer and I keep a fridge in there. And um, there's always um, stocked with beers. There's always stocked with beers, man. Stocked with beers, you know, Coke Zeros and waters. And I always say to people on site, "Help yourself." Like just little things like that. And I said to all the boys, there's probably like ten of them on site. I said, "Oh, anyone fucking fancy a beer, mate?" They're like, "Yeah, all right." You know, this was after work. Hey, it's not that hard. Little things like that. Just, ah, oh, you want a coffee? I've got a coffee machine there too. Got, it's, it's decked out killer. But, you know, I'll keep a coffee machine, microwave, and, and a fridge. And I always say to people, if you want to keep your shit cold on a hot day, chuck it in there. You want to warm up your food, warm up your food go in there, have a look. You want a coffee, make yourself a coffee. You know, little things like that. For me, it doesn't bother me. If you want it, killer. And, and everyone gets along on site. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Especially in a job like that. Yeah, you know. man, you always want to... Man, everyone's in there to finish building a house, you know? And um, you got to get along with people because you're going to be with them for a few months on end. Yeah, that's right. You know, so... That's right. Just keep it, um, keep it harmonious. And should have a good quality house. <laughs> so, <laughs> tell me, like, you know, growing up in a school, you know, you made mention last week that... Uh, you know, in certain parts of your schooling life, um, mm. especially before going to St. George, where everyone's Greek, mm. you know, you were harassed um, or bullied yeah. as the only token wog. Yep. Right? Um, so, you know, going back on that, uh, mm. you know, how, how did that make you feel? Um, look, at the time, it was, yeah, it was fucking hard because we, we moved around a lot. Um, you know, we... Uh, from Adelaide to uh, went to Mount Gambia, came back to Adelaide. Um, you know, did my schooling, whatever. Started my apprenticeship, then moved to Sydney and came back. So I moved around a bit. And um, I remember, so there was there were these two kids, and we're talking like reception year one or something like that. Anyway, yeah, because I was the only like European at this school at the time. Um, I, I copped it, copped it. You know, they used to chase me and all that sort of stuff and were these kids in your class or older in my class yeah right as fucking uh seven year olds eight year olds or six year or whatever it was and uh and me at that age you didn't know what you wouldn't understand don't understand like we're we're all born here like i didn't think any different and um yeah so i ended up me leaving the school because it's just got too much and I uh, went to St. George. Anyway, whatever, years later, only, I was only at St. George for a couple of years and then we, we moved again and I went to Trinity Gardens. So that was still like a bit of a wild community there. Um, and um, years later, years later, um, I was living in Sydney so I was about 18 at the time and I get a random, um, I get a random Inbox on Messenger. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was one of the kids from that school. Um, he goes, hey, mate, um, not sure if you remember me. I fucking knew exactly who he was. He goes, hey, mate, I'm not sure if you remember me, but um, when, you, when you used to go to this school, um, I wasn't very nice to you. Um, and it wasn't cool, and I just wanted to reach out just to uh, apologise. Um, and, um, you know, he goes, I'm now, I'm, I'm involved in a church and all that sort of stuff. And he completely has turned his life around because I, he must have had a, a shit sort of life. 
Um, but yeah, for me, like I remember, it was it was pretty harsh. Um, but um, it was nice to hear years like, like we're talking. Oh, 10, 12 years later, he reached out to me on social media and just wanted to apologise. Mm. And I was like, fuck, mm. yeah, well, I go really pretty. I go, I acted like I didn't remember who he was, but I remembered, I, I knew who, exactly who he yeah, was. Yeah, the, the name was stuck in your head. Oh, big time. And um, yeah, he reached out and uh, apologised for everything that he did and everything that he got the other kids to do. Because he, he goes, I was stupid, young. I didn't understand. And, um, See, and that's the thing, though. Like, Where does that fucking come from? It though? makes me wonder, at that age, mm. how would you know mm. how to be a racist bully prick? So th- th- We're th- talking seven, eight years old. My son would have no idea mm. what racism is, yep. right? Yep. Um, because I'm not racist around him. You know, well, you know, I try not to be racist at all, but we... we we're blokes, we're Aussie mm. blokes, and, you know, we often do make our little bit, you know, like, I, I'd be racist to my Italian mate all the time. Yeah. But that's a, that's a mutual respect uh, that's thing. A, yeah, that's a bit know? different. Yeah. But, I, you know, I don't, I don't discuss or be negative about racism in front of my child, so he has no clue what racism is. Mm. And it's not like he's going to go and pick on someone at his school because they're a whole different culture to him. No. You know, so where would that have come from? And obviously, that we know where it comes from. Home, yeah, it's obviously home. So he must have had a a shit sort of upbringing, I would imagine. Yeah, and his maybe his dad would have said all this sort of shit to him as a kid, and then he'd come to school being fucking wired. But I know that you know, I, and I look at it at my job as well. That um, when I walk into someone's home and the parents are real rough around mm. the edges, mm. the child normally ends up being real rough around the edges too. Mm. Arrogant, full of attitude, just a shit show. Yeah, just a shit no, show. It, it's it, all everything starts at home. Hundred percent. If you don't teach your children respect at home, they mm. will never learn respect. Mm. Teachers don't teach respect. No. Teachers educate. Correct. Oh, look. No, look, to, to, to an extent, like, you know, if 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 I turn around and we're in the same class together, I'm like, you fucking wog or whatever. Oh, different, different. The, the teacher should then step Absolutely. In. Absolutely you know. different. But what I'm saying is the, they don't, they don't, the, general, the general rules of being a good human being comes starts from at home. home. Correct. Right? What do they say? It takes a village to raise a child? Yeah. Yeah, well, if there's only one person in your village, well, then you're not getting raised very well, are you? Yeah. So, you know, like, okay, but even children that are from a broken marriage, right, mm-hmm. when they see the animosity between two parents that have had a really bla- bad split or divorce, mm-hmm. they're naturally not going to turn out the best. Uh, no. Right? Well, no, you, but, again, if one parent, mm-hmm. if one parent... Mm-hmm remains calm, mm. has their disagreements with their um, ex-partner mm. away from the child, mm. and but shows nothing but love and respect to the child, then hands down, that child will be raised to, you know, <clears throat> show some good stuff. No, look, it, it, yes and no, I agree with you there. Like I say, my parents, they divorced when I was, uh, what was I, 13, I think. I mean, my younger sister, uh, Michaela, she would have been, Oh, six or seven, all right. So, 
she's not most of her life she's known that my parents were never together right so it and like we you know we turned out all right you know so it's just it's up that's what you well, think well i'll speak for myself <laughs> but you know i think your sister turned out all right she, she, you, she's all right there's she's, a bit of a yeah, issue there yeah yeah well i would like to go to work and smell paint fumes you know but whatever <laughs> no all right so no <laughs> If that's, I don't know if that's successful or not. <laughs> no, look, I, I think it's up to the individual. Like, like even you know, even Katrina says this sometimes. Like, you shouldn't, like she says about just generalizing. Like, you shouldn't really um, blame your upbringing and use it as an excuse to be a fucking shit person. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, I look, I agree with that. Um, but if they don't know any better, yeah, like it'll be a bit more difficult. But then you got to sort of find your moral compass. You know? I believe that deep down in every single human being, there is a good person. 100%. Every single human being. We're not raised to be assholes. No, it's the environment that we're in that makes us assholes. And then you know you could right? be there just to impress your mates. Yeah. Oh look! And you do that shit all the time. There's been many times where I've I've tried to be part of the cool kids, mm. right? Um, and you know it's difficult in my situation because I'm always the cool kid. But mm. you know that was a joke. Um, what where where I'm going with that is you know there was the, growing up I had a whole bunch of different group of mates. Mm. I had my schoolmates who then evolved into a few extra people that never went to school with me but were associated with my schoolmates and we all became close mates. Yeah. I then had, you know, my cousin and his mates. That was a really big group for me too. Mm. Um, and then obviously I had, you know, my sporting mates. Um, I had my, you know, other group of mates that I would do, you know, events and Greek nights and DJing and all that type of stuff with, right? Mm -hmm. So I had a very big group of mates. And sometimes our outings would clash where one group of mates would want to go do this and then another group of mates would want to go do that and invite me to that. So I was stuck going, fuck, who do I go with? Who do I go with? Mm. And then you have, you know, both groups of mates, oh, who's 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 better? Who's who's more important to you and rah, rah, rah. So, you know, you're made to feel like shit yeah. to the point where it's like, you know what, fuck it, I'm sick, I'm staying home tonight. <laughs> Because you couldn't choose which group of mates to go out with. Yeah. And that's the tr honest truth. There yeah, have been it. moments where, you know, the anxiety was so much for me. It's like, fuck, if I don't go out with this group of mates, Are they gonna ditch me? then they're going to ditch me. Yeah. And then if I don't go out with them, I'm going to miss out on, on doing, you know, this and that and all the cool shit that they do. Yeah. You know, both my groups were very, very different. Uh, yeah. You know, one was a more chilled. The other one was more like, let's go out and party type group. Yeah. So... Yeah, sometimes it'd get so much for me that I would just pretend I'm sick and I'd stay home. Yeah, fuck it. You know? Oh. And now I look at it and I go, fuck, I was a wank when I was a kid. Like, I was an absolute wanker because I'm like, you know what? Just, you should have just gone with the flow, done whatever. Hey, why not go half a night here and half a night there? Or, yeah. you know, or just say, sorry, guys, but you know what? I've already got plans tonight. I can't fucking do your last minute shit. Oh. Uh, you, you ask all my mates, they, they all nicknamed, nicknamed me the wanker for so fucking long. Um, because I just sort of, you know, as I grew up, I just had a fucking thick skin and, and I really didn't give a fuck who I pissed off. Like, I never really thought about 
it's not that I didn't think about how it would make other people feel. It was me not caring what people thought about me and I would do what I wanted mm. with who I wanted whenever I wanted. And see, that's where I was very different because I was raised by two Greek parents that were always like, Disapune, like mm. what are they going to say? What are they going to say? You know, and that's... Oh, that's stock standard. That was running through my head. Oh, no, that's stock standard. Oh, what are they going to say about me? What are they going to say? So I always had that anxiety in me. Now, Hmm. I'm 40 years old and I don't give a fuck what Hmm. anyone says about me because Hmm. I know that the most important things in my life are under my roof at home. Correct. Right? And that's all that matters to me. I don't give a shit what anyone says, you know? So it's like... It's taken a long time to get to that step, yeah. but growing up, I was the, pl- the 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 people pleaser. I had to make sure that everyone around me was pleased, mm. but I never got anything in return for that. Mm. And it took me a long time to ma- understand that. Hey, hold on a second. Life is not about pleasing everyone. You also got to look after yourself. Mm. You know, it took marriage and kids for me to understand that. Mm. So. You know, obviously now I'm in a better place. And look, I'm not saying that if you were to call me at some weird fucking hour of the night and say, Valandi, I'm stuck, man. I need help. You're the closest person that I can think right now. Mm. I'm not saying that I'll say, fuck you. No. Oh, no. Right? No, no, no. I will drop things and come and help you because, you know, that's what we do for mates. Mm. But I'm not going to go out of my way. social call. Yeah. I'm not going to go out of my way to please someone. Yeah. When I have more important things to look after and, and oh, look, attend to. You know, and I've been there in the past where, you know, your mates would ask you to help them out or family members might ask you to help them out and then you go do it. And then when it's for you, like your turn, not that you keep score, but when it's to be reciprocated, um, they're nowhere to be found. And it's just, and that's where I sort of thought, you know what, man, I've done fucking so much for this, say, I don't know, this particular person. I've done so much for this particular person. And I asked for one fucking thing and you're not there. So that's where I sort of, I'm like, you know what? I will make time for you if you're willing to make the time for me. Oh, abs- 100%. And, and going back to last week's episode, um, Kieran mentioned something about, you know, like, um, how he's been dicked in life where mm. he helps people out of the kindness of his heart do something, grow, do, you know, whatever, mm. or, you know, with a particular project, whatever it may be. Mm. And then after they get to that point where they are really good off, uh, well off and, you know, um, got everything they, leave they you want in the dust, and all mate. that. Not only do they leave you in the dust, they turn around and say, you never helped me. Yeah. Well, I just pretend. You yeah. did nothing for me. When poor Kieran has been sitting there, like, sweating every bit of his body to make this work and happen for that person. So, you know, like, I've been in that situation where I have given my soul to people to help them do something. And then when I've asked for a little favour... And it's something something small. Small? Mate, even smaller than small. It's microscopic, the favour that I've asked for, Right? Whether it be like, oh, can you just share and like this page, for example. Oh. You know what I mean? It's like you're just trying to get ahead in life, right? And it's even like, you know, say with my 
you know, just my business page, right? It's like, man, like this is when I was first starting out and I'm trying, I was just putting out heaps of content. Me, now I'm fucking lazy. I barely put anything on my work page, right? You um, will once you get that drone up and flying. Yeah, <laughs> right. But it was at the, in the beginning, um, you'd think the people that would um, help you post and this and all that, and and you've been there for their successes, for their whole sort of journey, and then when you're asking for one thing, it's like, hey man, can you just you know, mm. can you just share this? Yeah, you know, I've just painted this killer house. Like, do you know this, this brings me to a great topic? Um, mm. You know, now that you've brought it up, what is it with family and the general community when it comes to running your own business? Mm. Right now, I'm a very big. Uh, I'm not taking on family as clients person, mm, mm, right? Mm. I've, I've been burnt before. Mm. Um, and like with my DJing services, right? People expect you to do it for free. Mm. But it's like, hold on a second. I'm only invited to this party, even though we're family. I'm only invited to this party because you want me to DJ. Yeah. Had I not been a DJ, would I be here? Yeah. Would I be invited to this party? Mm. But they still expect you to do it for free. And then when you say to them, yeah, no worries, I'll do it for you. I'll give you a discount too and say, oh, I'll charge you 500 bucks. Where normally I charge 750, for example. Mm. And they're like, oh, 500. Oh, sorry. Oh, I thought you were going to like, you know, just bring your equipment and play. I go, mm. no, it doesn't work like that. Because you're not inviting me as a guest. Yeah. You're inviting me as the DJ. So I'm not going to hang right? out with the cousins and shit like but that. But then it goes back to Facebook and, and, and spreading the word of my business, mm. right? I ask family to spread the word of my page and just invite their friends and this and that. Oh, it's like pulling out it's fucking like, teeth. Exactly. It's like pulling out teeth. It's yeah. like taking fucking milk away from a baby. Yeah. Are you fucking serious now? No. Like all I'm asking for you is two seconds of your damn time to go click the three little dots, Thingos, yeah. right, and invite your friends. It automatically invites a thousand people from your list. Yeah, and if you don't have a thousand people, even better, we'll capture everyone. Yeah, no, it's um. Thank you very much to the people that have seen our yeah. post on Facebook. Yeah, thanks. And that's um, not that's not for everyone. <laughs> that, yeah, that and, and have shared. I am thanking the people that have taken their time. Yeah, because um, there have been plenty of family members on like my part anyway. There have been plenty of family members that have, and thank you. <laughs> oh, look, and and you know what? A big shout out to your family because I've seen a lot of your family have been posting and, and mm. sharing our page. Yep. Um, so, you know, there are those wonderful people in that community, in that family circle that do actually- Give a shit. A, a give a shit and want you to succeed. Mm. And you know what? We're not asking you to go out of your way so we can be successful because if we be successful- um, like whether it be with our business or whether it be with this podcast or whatever, it just makes everyone happy. Like, man, I'm getting calls all the time. Yeah, fuck. Like, a mate of mine, shout out to Benny, right? Um, uh, he goes, man, I went through, this was a few days ago, and he goes, I went back to the start and listened to every single one of the podcasts. And he goes, I fucking, he goes, what? In like two to three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in two to three days. He fucking, um, he went through and listened to all of them. He goes, oh, White Christmas was killer. Tech Heads was awesome. Yeah. You know, so. And see. um, And then then he was talking about when I was talking about the IVF thing. He goes, man, it was just so like, man, amazing. Amazing. Like, 
you know. And how many people have we had comments saying that episode has hit hard because we went through that same thing? Yeah. And it was just funny. Like a lot of people have said, you know, your friend who said, oh, I never imagined hearing your voice on my car radio <laughs> talking about the female uterus. Yeah, the, the cervix or something. Yeah, the cervix yeah. or whatever. And like, you know, I still think of that and laugh. And, and you know, there's a lot of people out there that are going, fuck, man, I never actually thought I would be listening to a podcast where you talk about shaving and cleaning your balls. <laughs> You know, and I'm like, hey, big shout out to Manscape if they're listening. Uh, <coughs> you know, yeah, uh, we wouldn't mind a bit of product. Uh, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, this is a podcast where we can be ourselves, we can open and express ourselves, we could talk about anything we want because it is an open format, it's an open platform where, you know. So, yes, it's ba- based around men's mental health, but if there's a topic that comes up, we'll just go with it. Yeah, no, and you know what? I think I think this podcast eventually will evolve mm. where it's going to be about mental health and general health, like not just men. I mean, yeah, we're two blokes in the pod, but look at all the people we've discussed with so far. Mm. And you it's know, not just males. It's not just males. You know, we've had a female politician on the program and, and we've got heaps more lined up for the rest of the year. So I think, you know, two blokes in a pod, it's going to evolve one day. And um, it just, it's the way that, we want to roll. We want to roll. We're still going to stick to our fundamentals and the core reason why we started this pod- podcast. But I love it. I love the way that, you know, we get to involve people. We get to talk to the community. We even get ideas from the community. <laughs> you know, um, I don't know if I should bring this up now or wait for blokes bits, but... Um, I'll bring it up and then if we roll it into blokes so bits... Or- because because I was... Um, because I was talking about certain things last week, someone sent me a um, a pretty funny um, link, which is 24 things people wish they'd learned about sex a whole lot sooner. <laughs> so what do you reckon? Should we should we leave it um, should we leave it for blokes bits? Yeah, might as well. All right. But yeah, so going back onto you know um, sharing of businesses and all that. End of the day, I believe that a business starts just like manners and, uh, you know, the way a human should be starts at home. That's also where um, a business starts, in the outer home. So the, the, the wider family. Well, you started by doing work for friends and family, right? And then, you know, hopefully they will tell their friends and those friends will tell their, those friends, you know, and it's um, you know, Adelaide's a small place, so... Um, you know, it always starts with doing work for your family and friends. So, you know, shout out to, you know, any family members that I've done work for. So thank you. You've been a part of uh, my business success and, and um, you know, you know who you all are. And, um, you know, but then there are some some people that you think, oh, you know, I could have done something for them, but then they got someone else. But it's like, ah, whatever. It is what it is. I'm not really fussed about it now. Yeah. Nah, it's crazy stuff. But you know what? Massive shout out. Big thanks to everyone who has supported me as a DJ, as an MC, as as just me, as Valandi. Mm. Um, and um, yeah, and you know, things can only get better from here. So That's right. I just had an update. Uh, news.com. A woman. So this has just popped up on my phone. 
A woman in her 20s has been attacked by a shark in Sydney Harbour. What? What the hell are sharks doing in Sydney Harbour? See, I remember, like, when I used to live in Sydney, you'd see, obviously, um, like, Trevelli's, they're a decent-sized fish, and a shitload of um, jellyfish. I would have never thought in a million years there'd be sharks in there. Not, Not... not in Buck, Sydney no. Harbour. Yeah. No. Wow. Oh, Did she survive? Or? That's scary. I don't know. I haven't read the news report. It just popped up on my phone. Wow. It must be pretty huge. I mean, that was like when I was at, um, I don't know if I said this in the last few episodes or not, but when I went to um, Wallaroo for New Year's, it was um, a few days before I went there on the peninsula <laughs> there. On the peninsula, there was uh, that young kid that got oh yes killed by the shark. Yes. And then when I was up there, I was um, I was uh, on the, uh, the Katrina's cousin's jet ski for for ages, and I'm always like just sketching out, you know, um, is there a shark in the water? Like we went out pretty deep, and um, oh, my biggest fear is a fucking shark. And um, Anyway, we, we did our thing, whatever, went away. Uh, we left uh, sort of Wallaroo. And then a few days later, that old old bloke got clipped by a shark and they uh, took a big chunk out of his... Uh, yeah. And that was that was only a few days after I left. I was like, fucking hell, man. Like, look, I understand it's... it's um, and th- 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 he brought up that debate of um, uh, culling sharks. It's like, mate... It's, I don't know. It's, it's there. Fr- I, I'm not. I'm not for that. Like me personally, because at the end of the day, we're in their fucking backyard. Well, that's we right. And, and their own what's risk. culling sharks going to do? Honestly, like Fuck you all. can't stop them from coming to the bay. Man, how many, how many fucking eggs? Do? How many eggs does a fucking fish lay? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Culling a shark but here and there is not going to fucking do what, anything. What needs to happen is they need to invest more in shark nets. Just yeah. put them up. Yeah, like they work and they don't it work. Won't Solve the problem wholeheartedly, no. but it will stop certain percentage. And they're cutting. They're cutting fucking funding on uh, mental health. They're gonna put it into fucking shark nets. Yeah, well, most people with mental health go to the beach so they can, like you know, soak in the water and and keep themselves. Oh, honestly, do you know yeah. how therapeutic the beach is? Oh, fucking amazing! That was like today when I was because I'm working at West Beach. I'm doing a house in West Beach. Going along the Esplanade there is fucking fantastic. Yeah, but like a lot of people actually walk out onto the sand, sit there, dip their legs in the water, and you know what? Anxiety really gets, you know, flushed out. Back, flushed <laughs> out, exactly, yeah. Um, but full on, full on. I'm just looking here. So uh, it seems like um, she got pretty bad bites and is bleeding heavily. And then it stops. So it says um, more news to come soon. Oh, shit. So they don't really know the full picture of what has gone on. Um, we're about to hit World War Three, I reckon. Oh, mate. So um, there was deaths over in the um, Gaza Strip for of American troops. And uh, I think Biden is about to release some nuclear weapons. Oh, please. Three he- soldiers were killed in the arms of Iran's Axis resistance. Bloody Biden wouldn't even know what button to press, mate. Honestly, that bloke's a joke. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, All right. What do you reckon, bloke's bits? Get into it. 
This is... This is... This is... Blokes Bit. Blokes Bit. You know when you recorded that, like, what were you saying to the boys? Um, so I said to the boys, all right, what I need you to do each is I uh, just need you to say, this is Blokes Bits. Yeah, and they're like... Cropped it up. Yeah, and, and then I said, all right, so one each and then together. So that's what we did. I got them How to say... How many takes? No, not one take each. Oh, bravo. Honestly. What well on, boys. I just said, oi, James... I need you to say, this is Blokes Bits. Uh, okay, Dad. So I gave him the microphone. This is Blokes Bits. <laughs> and then Thanasi did the same. And then I just cut the first bit, mashed it up together, and then we all said the last bit together. Uh, yeah. Awesome. It was great. They, they do, they, uh, when they actually listen to instructions. Oh, when kids listen. Wouldn't that be a bloody... Do you know what's thing? hilarious? So... I know this is funny because we got told that, you know, the car park talk, right? Um, at we, we, oh. So um, to our listeners, we had, we had a soccer coach meeting tonight, yeah. um, you know, pre-recording. Uh, yeah, pre, uh, pre and the director's sitting there going, you know, um, I'll give you an example of uh, Greek talk. And he goes, there's this thing where... People sit in a meeting and they agree with the director or they agree with ideas in the meeting. Yeah, 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 killer. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, no, no worries, lad. No worries, lad. Yeah, no worries, no worries. And then the second they walk to the car park, they're all talking with each other like, fuck, what a wanker that bloke was. Like, what the fuck was he talking about? All that trash and shit. You know, and I pissed myself laughing. Like, not that I do that, but oh, I, come have, on, I have been in that situation where I walk away and someone will go, what the fuck was he trying to say? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I find that funny with things. And I actually lost where I was going with that story. Why did I bring that story up? I got no idea, but it what did were happen. we talking about? With Politi? No, no, like that. That was the I raised that because I was going to say something. I'm not a mind reader. Where mate. the hell was I, man? I don't know. Oh my god, I've completely gone blank <laughs> with what I was going to say. Can you believe that? <laughs> um, anyway, moving on. Yeah, well, Kieran, don't edit this one. Um, <laughs> shit, I've completely gone blank. All right, so trash talk. Let's go. I'm going to bring it up. Try and keep PG. Nah, stuff PG. <laughs> 24 things people wish they'd learned about sex a whole lot sooner. Now, mind you, this is from um, a female on the BuzzFeed staff mm-hmm. who's written this document. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know whether it all relates to females or males, Yep. but I'm just going to go through it. Uh, let's let's go through the top 10 um, and then and we'll see how we go. All right, so number one. Yeah. Size does matter, just not the way we're made to believe. Thoughts. Oh. I will I will say the I will say the statement. Okay. You give me your thoughts and then I'll explain what they've written. Okay. Um I mean if you had like a really small one, it wouldn't fucking do anything for the female, I'm surely. Okay. Is that is that your thoughts? Oh, yeah. No? I don't know. What are your thoughts? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? What you're gonna ask me the questions, you're not gonna ask you're not gonna Oh look. You're asking the questions. I think <laughs> I think 
It's not about the size, it's about the motion in the ocean. Oh, I see. You're saying it's not about the size, it's the way you use it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's the way you use it. Fair call. Their description is, every woman's vaginal canal is different. A large penis for a woman with a shorter canal will most likely cause pain and discomfort and penetrative sex will never be enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah, well, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. So that's what it's... Uh, anyway. <laughs> Number two. I don't like talking about penis sizes because it makes a very uh, a lot of men uncomfortable. You know, <laughs> uh, talk to me if you want to know about big things, but you know, um, number two that that it's okay to not think about sex all the time. Or well, how can you think about it every single day? Or not? Yeah. Sorry, not every single day. Every single second of the day. Oh, that's right. You know, I, I just find that you're. I think yeah, you're unwell if you, all you think about is sex, is like it? nymphomaniac. Yeah, nymphomaniac. Like you know there is no word? way we can add a das. You know where I what? There's no way we can add a das. All day I dream about stomati. No, all day I dream about. All sex. day I dream about stomati. It's a thing. Yeah. Um, make sure I never wear Adidas. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you know where I learned the word nympho from? Uh, on your way to Perth. My way to Perth? Yeah. Have you never heard about the um, Great Australian Nympho in the outback? What? Along the Nullarbor, the Nullarbor Nymph. No. Really? No? Fuck, are you shit serious? Yes. There's an old Australian myth. Right. Right? That there was a nymph who lived along the Null- Nullarbor. Do you know what the Nullarbor is? Yeah. The long strip, strip of between right, yeah. South Australia and Western Australia. Yeah. Right? Mm. And there was a nymph that lived in the Nullarbor. And people would drive past and she would just root everything that would drive past. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, I've wow. never been to Perth. Okay. Well, that's when I found out what a nymph was. No. Uh, is that um, a 50 Cent song? Uh, was it Candy Shop? Oh, Candy Shop? Yeah. And I first heard the, the word nympho in there. I'm like, what's a nympho? So I looked it up. I'm like, oh, okay, gotcha. Makes sense in the song. There you go. Yeah. Well, it says here... Um, and that virginity doesn't define you. I was 24 when I lost it, and it was because I was tired of the stigma behind it. Mm-hmm. I also didn't enjoy having sex, but enjoyed masturbating. Society put so much emphasis on having sex and being sexual, and those of us who really couldn't care less are made to feel like a pariah. Do you know, I have to agree with the fact that it is a pressured topic. Mm. Like, you know, when you're younger... And let's say you're 16, 17, and a lot of your mates have experienced sex and all that. Like, fuck, I wasn't that lucky. Yeah, and if you haven't, then you are you look like the biggest idiot. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, you know, the 40-year-old virgin all, all over again type thing. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you just... Um, you, you, you get made to feel a bit left out. Oh, he hasn't had sex. Well, hang on a second. You know, there's a lot of reasons behind that. I don't have to have sex at 16 to be a fucking human, mm. right? Well, these days, probably 13. Oh, uh, sex is just becoming more common in the younger crowds. But no, I, I, look, I agree with that, um, that, you know, it's a, it's a topic that um, causes a lot of pressure. Yeah, you know? for sure. And then when eventually you do get to that stage where you get to experience it, mm. you fucking don't know what to do because you've got all these ideas in your head of the way others did it. And I look, my tip of advice to people listening or watching, mm. is um, do it in your own way. 
do it in your own way. Don't listen to anyone. If you haven't had sex yet, God bless you. Don't do it until you're ready. And when you do get the opportunity, just let it let it flow. Let it flow. <laughs> I know. Where have we excuse, gone with that? Excuse the pun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where are we? I've lost my track now. Yeah, I don't know why I need to bring that one up. Okay, fine, isn't consent. Giving in to sex because someone won't stop uh, badgering you or gets mad at you is still violation. Yeah, probably. I agree with that. They're just giving in to, oh, fuck, whatever, just get over and done I with. agree with that. If yeah. someone's not in the mood for something, then I don't think that it should be um, continued. Like, just stop it right there. 100%. And just move on. Yep. Yep. 100% yep. agree with that. No more comments on that one? No. Um, <laughs> sometimes the best parts are when you and your partner accidentally fart or do something else embarrassing. <laughs> when you start sharing bodies, sometimes they do bodily things and you laugh about it and choose to accept each other's ways. True okay. intimacy. Okay. So there was this... Um, I remember... Do you remember the first time you ever fired in front of your missus? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it wasn't a good. It wasn't a good moment. Because <laughs> it I was fucking stinky. No, I, I remember. we in. Uh, oh, where were we? Uh, in the Crown Towers, right in uh, in Melbourne at the Crown Casino. And I, she's going to listen to this. She's going to piss herself laughing. So. She's getting ready. You know, have you been to like um like the Metropole or the? Uh, yeah, I'm booked in to go in uh, in April. Okay, taking so, the kids over. So the promenade, but I've the stayed there many times. Yeah, so the promenade, the Metropole, and the towers, all the exact same layout. Yeah. Right? So I'm in. I'm having a shower. Amazingly, um, each tower is uh, very uh, different in price. Yeah. So this is before I had a mortgage, uh, kids. Before I was in. Uh, Engage? I can't. No, I was still just boyfriend girlfriend. Uh, four nights, sixteen hundred bucks. Who gives a shit, right? Because we had no commitment. There's no nothing, right? I'm like, fuck it. We'll go stay at the Crown Towers. I tell you, it wasn't that much difference. The only difference that I thought was massive. I mean, oh, there was a like when you you know how you got the toilet, the shower, and the oh, that, was there a bath in the Metropole? Mm. Okay, where the bath is a TV screen there. Yeah. Um, and there's, oh, when you walk in, there's tiles instead of carpet. Mm -hmm. That's it. And the, the, the pool area is fucking killer. How good is the pool in the Metropole? Okay. Picture oh the Metropole. Oh, my God. Picture the Metropole, like, 100 times better in yeah. the towers. It's like you're in a... Oh, is, it, is it one of those uh, infinity no. pools? No. It's like a... Oh, how do you explain it? It's like you've just entered Cuba. Like, yeah, it's just, right. like, grand. Oh, wow. Right. It's, okay. it's, anyway. So, I mean, I was she was in the in the TV room like, section where the bed is. I'm in the shower. We're getting ready to go out. And uh, she hears this little... Oh, my... Fuck. <laughs> right? And she goes, did you just fart? I'm like, yep. And she's like, oh... I'm like, oh, well, since you've heard it now, I just dropped another one and that was it. Oh, 
God. <sighs> yeah. Do you know for the first six months of me dating my wife, I did not fart. I reckon it was the first. And like, it was the most uncomfortable moments. Yeah. Because, you know, it, when you don't let one out, yeah. it hurts. It hurts. And then the second you sit in the car again, it's like... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then since then, that was, it's their house. Yeah, now now I've, I've almost gotten myself to the point of divorce because of my farts. Oh, yeah, the, they... they um, the house constantly smells like um, farts and she... Yeah, she gets... Two boys... Upset. Two boys. You know, last week I was taking my boys out and uh, we went out all together, family. And um, so where were they coming? Oh, it was a Thursday. It was a, yeah, this is, it was a Thursday night. No, Tuesday night. Tuesday. They were at their grandparents' house and um, they came home and I get this random message from the wife going, my car stinks. And I'm like, I haven't been in your car for three days. How can it stink? When was the last time she was right? in the car? No, she was in the car with the boys. Yeah. yeah, but what I'm saying is, if you hadn't been in the car in three days, when was the last time she was in the car? Like, no, no, could, so could this is not- this is her. This is her coming home, coming home from work on Tuesday and picking up the kids from her parents. Yeah. So she goes, my car stinks. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, what do you mean? She goes, both your boys oh. have been dropping farts. And it's fucking hot, and I can't open the windows. It's sort of like a—is it like everything's sort of getting circulated? And I'm like, what the hell? What have they eaten? Don't know. Anyway, so we, they get home. I um, I then we had dinner, and I said, oh guys, it's quite hot. What do you reckon? Should we go get an ice cream? Mm. So we jumped in the car. I opened up the car, and obviously the car had combusted because. <laughs> It was hot. And you know what new cars are like. Yeah. It gets really hot inside. Yeah, yeah. Open up the door and I'm like, what the fuck is that smell? And my wife goes, I told you. I go, could you not have left the windows open? So aye, aye, a, aye. And, and the boys think it's funny. Yeah, of course they do. Farts are funny. Like, like oh, so uh, when was it? Uh, Saturday night or Friday? I can't remember now which night it was. So Dimitri's bottom tooth um, was wobbly. Yep. And he goes, oh, Dad, can you take it out? I'm like, uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, so we're wobbling, wobbling, wobbling. And as he, so he's sitting like his, his like legs are wrapped around my waist. I'm just sitting there wobbling, uh, getting a little, you know, getting a bit of tissue, you know, doing this. Because the other tooth was growing behind. So this thing had to come out. Anyway, and then he just lets it rip on me. I'm like, Dimitri, like you're on my fucking stomach, man. Like, come <laughs> on. And he's like, what? <laughs> like, he just uh. kept going on and on. And anyway, I just, like, he was pissing me off. So I just literally grabbed his tooth and ripped it like that. <laughs> and he's like, he looks at me like this. Like that. And his, and his tooth is on his <laughs> lip. I'm like, that's what you fucking get. <laughs> <coughs> Good on you, Dimitri. Yeah, so he's got a bottom tooth missing. Next now. time, drop a shit on him too. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh god, that is hilarious. You know what? I'm not going to read the rest of these because these are bloody stupid. Yeah. Absolutely stupid. It gets into really weird shit. So you know what? I don't even know why the hell I got onto that topic. Yeah, but um, onto other news. Yes, Klopp clopped out. Gone. Gonskis. 
Yeah. Well, what is going on there? Uh, ten years. Or how long? Nine, ten years. It's probably it's probably enough time for him. Xavi, uh, 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 Alonso. Xavi. Xavi. Oh, Xavi, uh, uh, Barcelona coach. Yeah, he's gone too. He said he wants out at the end of the season. season. Mm. What do you think? You reckon he's going to go over to Liverpool? They'd be stupid to take him, but why not? Mm. Why not? Who would Liverpool get now? Oh, fuck. Um, Do you reckon Mourinho would go over? Nah. Nah. He's done with English Premier League, I think. Not entirely sure, to be honest. Um... But then, yeah, when we were at this uh, comments meeting, uh, my uh, my co-coach there, um, George Dracopoulos, tried ripping out that bloody Arteta's leaving Arsenal. Piss off, mate. Oh, yeah, a number of people said that. Nah. I don't see that happening. He's not going fucking not, nowhere, not, mate. not yet anywhere. Nah, he's got to win the Premier League title first and then you can do whatever the fuck you want. We haven't had it in 20 years now. Is it 20 years? Yeah, about there. About so there. we're due for one. Yeah, nah, man. Um, Klopp gone, um, and they played Norwich. Is it Norwich? I think this morning in the FA Cup, they won five two. Who's that? Uh, Liverpool. They played this morning. Was that this morning? Yeah, and uh, I watched. Um, I watched. Uh, Hang on. They, they did a what? La Liga FA Cup. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. Five, five two, two, yeah, yeah, and they they played. You never walk alone, but they all had Jurgen uh, Klopp's banners everywhere. Oh, shut up! Nah, you know what I got to say? I got fucking goosebumps. Ah, oh, Jesus! It was hectic. Yeah, so man, you played Newport County. Who won oh, jeez, Newport County. That's um, that's Div Two, League Two. Is it? Yeah, because they play Wrexham. What was the score? Yeah, that was four two. Man, a Man United's way. Um, Norwich, Liverpool, and Watford, Southampton, one all. Wow, was that? Would they have been? Is that? Do they need a replay? The draws? Or uh, aggregate. No, there was no aggregate. Oh, so they need it. No, full time. Yeah, so they'll probably do a replay for that one. Yeah. Um. What other? Oh, Blackburn plays tomorrow. Okay. Blackburn and Wrexham play tomorrow morning. That would be a good one. Go Wrexham. That, yeah. I've been following Wrexham. Where are they? Div 1 now? So they're, no, no, uh, no. They're League, league 2. Oh, they're still League 2. So they were they were five divisions low, uh, lower than the Premier League. So they were in the uh, non-league um, division, yep. National League. Yep. Um, and then they got promoted to League 2. Yeah. They're currently sitting second on that ladder. Top three teams go through automatically to League 1. Um, I'm telling you, give it four years, I reckon they'll be in the Premier League, the way that they're going. Fucking what a story that would be. Oh, my God. That would be fantastic. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Absolutely love to see that. They should have a – their Guernsey should be like a Deadpool Guernsey. Yeah, no shit. No <laughs> shit. Well, it is red. Yeah. It is red. Um, wow. AFL coming up soon. AFL's coming back. Um, do I give a shit? No. Um, the Super Bowl. That's uh, actually who's in the Super Bowl. The 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 semi-finals were today, or the conference finals as they call them. Um, let's have a look. Well, I do. Do you follow it. any American sports? No. Nah. 
See, I follow NBA. I don't really follow the American really. footy. There we go. So, it looks like the Super Bowl is against is the 49ers versus the Chiefs. That's a huge matchup. 49ers. Wow. And the Chiefs. Okay, that's huge. See, for me, that means absolutely zero. Me I too. I don't follow. Me too. I just know that the 49ers are a good team, apparently. And uh, did you watch last night's tennis match? Yes. Yes. Janik Sinner, mm-hmm. who they're all saying is Italian, but I think is actually Austrian. Yeah. I don't know how Italian he is. I don't know, man. But he's representing Italy. I was, I was going for Medvedev, personally. No, I didn't want the Russian to win. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't like him. I just find him like an arrogant bitch. Uh, I don't know. I was happy Sabalenka won. Yeah. But I would have loved to see the Chinese lady get up too. She got raped. Yeah. Did you see how bad she lost? It was uh, 6-1, 6-2 or something. That was a shocker. Yeah, that was bad. That was really bad. Um, Surprised Djokovic got kicked out in the semis. Didn't see that one coming. It's the first time since 2005 either Rafael Nadal, Novak Djokovic or Roger Federer have not been in the final since 2005. That's, the first, that was, that, that's how long it's been. 2005. 2005 was the last time Roger Federer, Novak Djokovic or Rafael Nadal uh, were in the final. Let's uh, so Australian you can, you can fact check. No, no, no. Open. Yeah, you can fact check that. 2004. Uh, so, no, 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 not winners. So I think the winners, there was two or one. No, I'm just going to look at the winners list so I can see um, how many of those since so five have been won by those top three. All of them except two. Where are we? So go back to 2005. Just go to Australian Open. Yeah, here, I'm here, I'm here. All right, so 2005. Yeah. So it was uh, Roger Federer, I think. Hang on, man. 2005 was Marit Safin versus Leighton Hewitt. Yeah, since 2005. Oh, so here we go. go. 2006. 2006. Roger Federer yep. versus Marcos Bagdadis. My God, what a name. Mm. Good old Marcos. Mate, he was probably um, one of the best, best tennis players to never win a Grand Slam. Yeah, yeah. Same as uh, Stefanos. Uh, oh, no, Stefanos isn't the greatest. He's a fucking piece of work, that one. Um, all right, so then Roger Federer versus Fernando Gonzalez. Yep. Novak Djokovic versus Tsonga. Yep. Rafael Nadal versus Federer. Yep. Federer versus Murray. Yep. Djokovic versus Murray. Yep. Djokovic versus Nadal. Yep. Djokovic versus Murray. Yep. Warinka versus Nadal. And, and, and Warinka won that one. Yes. Um, Djokovic versus Murray. Yep. Djokovic versus Murray. Um, Federer versus won, Nadal. Did Djokovic win all those ones? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Federer versus then, uh, Cilic. But then um, Murray pipped him in the Wimbledon. Correct. Yes. Yep. Um, Djokovic versus Nadal. Djokovic versus TM. Djokovic versus Medvedev. Djokovic uh, Nadal versus Medvedev. 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 And Medvedev still has Djokovic versus. Tsipas last year. Yeah. And Sinner versus Medvedev. Fucking believe that. Wow. Yeah. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, 
18, 18 years, they um, dominated, dominated. Dominated. And then if you go back further, so in 2004, Federer versus Safin. Oh, and then no, there's no none of their names come up before then. Yeah, I think I think uh, Federer was like dominant in like 2003, 2004. That's when he first sort of was the up and comer. He's my favorite of all time, Federer. Number one, how he went about his business, fantastic. Man, look at all these names. Yeah, back oh, Sampras. 1987, Pat oh, Cash. Pat Cash. And 1988, Pat Cash again. Yep. Uh, where are we? Sampras versus Agassi. Do you ever remember that match? Sam- Do you remember? Sampras. So I started watching tennis, I reckon, in the late 90s. Yep. Don't forget, I was born in 91. Yeah. So I started watching tennis in the late 90s. So, so there was a, Sampras I think it was, was Wimbledon. Was, was it Wimbledon or US Open? Which one? I can't yeah. remember. Anyway, there was a match where it went for like seven hours and Philippoussis was in it. No, there's one that's longer. Uh, I don't know if it was Australian Open or Wimbledon. It went for like 11 hours or 12 hours. Wow. Type in longest tennis match ever. Wow, really? Yeah, it was played over like three days. Three days? Yeah. Longest tennis 11 or 12 hours. match ever. Here we go. What's the longest tennis match? Uh, this is from ESPN, so it's a pretty reliable source. Wimbledon, 2010 Wimbledon. Wimbledon. John Isner defeated Nicholas Mahat 11 hours and five minutes. Go. Oh, yeah. Battled over the course of three days, including a 138-point fifth set. Fuck. Could that you, is ma- huge. Could you imagine being that like that fucking lost? Wimbledon at the time did not use a tiebreak in the fifth set. So, so yeah. that means that the fifth had set to by had points. to be won by two two matches, uh, two games, two, two games. Yeah, you had to be up two games. Yeah, wow. So yeah, to stop that, that was ten ten point tiebreaker now for the last set, and then in, in so he won the final set seventy games to sixty eight. Holy shit balls! Yeah. That is huge. Yeah, that's uh, and that, I th- that's why they brought in the tiebreaker in the end because of that game. Wow. Yeah. Now, I'm a big tennis fan. Remember, my sister took me to the Adelaide. What's it called? Oh yeah, the Adelaide International. Adelaide International a few years ago. That was pretty good. And I said to Katrina, "We are going to the Australian Open." Do you know? Year. My wife was discussing that today and said, "Oh, maybe we should go next year." Yeah. I'm really look, trying to see if I can find tickets. Let's do it. We'll go together. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to two semifinals in the final, and I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Well, the semifinals are on the Friday night. It's quite long though. Like if you're going to plan to be there for the whole two weeks, no, no, it's too cl- long. Last but weekend, you just want to go to the last few games. Last weekend, yeah. The two semifinals on the Friday. Fuck around Saturday, and then oh, if you want to go to the women's final, but you know, maybe just go to. Oh, you're there. Mate, you're there. How much are the tickets? You know how much are the tickets? Oh, come on, man. That wouldn't be that much. 400 bucks each. For a final. For the final. Yeah. And then if you're going to go to... If you're going to go to the men's final as well... So oh, 400 for the women's final. Yeah, probably. And the, what, is the men's the same? Yeah. Wow. 
says six. You know, open discussion now about tennis, right? Right. Because I hear this um, this this debate quite a lot. Mm. The women are saying they should be getting paid as much as the men when it comes to tennis, right? They do. They do. Not not always. I know the prize money. No, the prize money in um, Australian Open is equal. Is it? Yes. Since when? Since three years, maybe four years ago. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Yeah. Both four million each, I think four point one million. Hang on, is that so? That's just Australian. I don't know about all the others, but Australian Open is equal. Yes. Now John McEnroe had a um, has had a inter- multiple interviews. So Serena and Venus Williams played this guy that was two hundred first seed, seeded, and he beat Serena Williams six one. And beat Venus Williams like six two or something. Yeah, right. And they were saying that uh, John John McEnroe said that Serena Williams wouldn't beat the top five hundred males. Wouldn't she? Wouldn't no. because their uh, the male serve is like fucking uh, two hundred and ten. Yeah, average twos two hundreds. But this is this is the question that I have though, right? Mm. Okay. I love the fact that they're they're both um, you know, th- four point one five or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But you can see how strenuous a men's men's game is. Yeah. Well uh, for starters, it's the like best. you look at yesterday's five setup. Right. Um sent a sinner was two sets down. And the way that he came back and blew Medvedev out of the water, that wasn't a, oh, it just happened in an hour thing. Last night went on for a few hours. The amount of stress that that would have put on both the bodies and, you know, the time and all that. Whereas a women's game, like Saturday, for example, she completely came out and annihilated the Chinese opponent, Zen. Like just over an hour? In just over an hour. And she walked away with the same amount of money. They only play two okay. sets. All right. What uh, John McEnroe says, I just, I just want to keep quoting John McEnroe, right? Because he's the one that has said all this sort of stuff. He said, okay, if the women want to get paid the same as men, we'll stick them in the same division. They want to be equal. Stick them in the, put them in the ATP tour. So have an open, open format. Hmm. Doesn't matter what sex you are. You want to get paid the same, you play, you play the same. Yep. And he goes, and that wouldn't make the top 500. Serena Williams wouldn't make the top 500 at all. See, but she's a fucking ripper athlete in her own right. Like, she's a good athlete. But they just don't have the power than what the men do. The, the genetics of a male is a lot stronger. It's a bigger yeah. build than, than a female, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and you can't argue that. That's, no. that's biology. Well, it's even like, do you remember on Fox 8 years and years ago, they had Football Superstar? Do you remember that on Fox no. 8? All right, so what they did, they grabbed um, a kid from each state in Australia and they, it was like a competition. Right? And whoever won got a, a, a contract with Sydney FC. Yeah. Right? Anyway, so they had these guys um, and they played against the Matildas, right? the Aussie female national team. They fucking destroyed him. 
some 16-year-old kids, 15, 16-year-old kids destroyed the Matildas. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I'm not saying, like, we just had the Women's World Cup and it was fucking fantastic. But, see, again, like, I don't, I don't have anything against the uh, the women women getting the paid the same amount of money uh, in 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 soccer football whatever because it's the same game it's the same length it's the same amount of people on the pitch right but, but they're not drawing no but I, I I'm not talking about the reasons behind it I'm just saying that I don't have an issue with it right but you're right. When it comes to the men's World Cup versus the women's World Cup, right? You're talking about billions of people around the world watching and investing into the men's World Cup with only a few thousand, a few hundred thousand, maybe even a couple million watching the women's World Cup. Well, that's even remember, you know, John, obviously, you remember John Cosmina. Yeah. Right? Oh, no, no, so it wasn't Joseph Cosmina. It was Dicko. Remember Dicko from Australian Idol? Oh, Australian Idol. Dicko, okay, yeah. Yeah. So he was on the oh, some show, morning show or something. And the, the hosts were like sort of drilling him, saying, um, why, uh, why aren't the A-League, like the W-League, uh, females, pl- uh, paid as much as the A-League men's? And he goes, because it's not attractive enough. It's not, um, it's not, when you guys start drawing the crowds, um, then you'll get paid the same, right? And he goes, and the quality's, I don't want to start getting into it. He goes, but the quality's not as good, so it's not attractive for people to go watch, right? And then she starts blasting him. And um, well, he's like, hold on. He goes, name one player. He goes, you, as a female, name one player from the W League. He goes, you can't because you don't care. This is what he's saying on the morning show, like whatever it was. He goes, so when they pull the same crowds, get the same sponsors, the same this, the same that, then they can get paid equally. I was like, fucking hell, all right. I'm like listening to this guy speak. I'm like, well, he's fucking right in a way. But then that's not taking away from the spectacle that it was um, watching the Women's World Cup because it was fucking awesome. Yeah. I had my, my brother-in-law's 30th and uh, it was at um, it was at one of the Westlake um, pub uh, Oh, yeah, the there. night that Australia was playing. Australia yeah, was I playing. Yeah, I had a 21st that night. It was a, the penalty shootout. Correct. That's oh, been, yeah. mate. Well, that was a all, great night. All great up night. on our feet. Great like, night. I was like fucking, yeah. Like, right? Yeah. Uh, look, I agree with you. It was a great spectacle. It was fantastic. and. Yeah. You know, we gave we gave so much time to it, maybe because it was on home soil too. Oh, 100%. But the Matildas were outperforming; they were doing fantastic. It was a great spectacle to watch. Now, having having said that, right? I raised a point today on my Facebook. I made a comment about a current world, uh, a current soccer tournament happening around the world. Okay, you okay? I read that. My father-in-law says to me, like, I went to drop the kid because the. My in-laws picked up uh, my um, kids from school, right? Anyway, I went past there to see him before I went to the meeting tonight because I wasn't going to see him, right? Anyway, he goes, oh, did you see the Socceroos playing last night? I'm like, what? Mm. I go, when? And he goes, they played, um, who they fucking play? Um, someone. Anyway, someone, right? I go, no, I was watching the tennis. Didn't even know it was on. 
He goes, no, we won. And I go, oh, okay. I go, what was it, friendly? Like, well, I didn't know what it was. He goes, no, it's a fucking... He goes, for the Asian... The Asian Cup. Cup. We're in the quarters or semis or something? Yeah. I'm like, I haven't heard not one fucking thing about yeah. that. And then I read your comment. Yeah. Yeah. No one's heard anything because no one knows about it. The media are not making a massive thing about it. No one actually knows what's going on. What's it saying? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's bizarre. No one actually knows that Australia is currently competing in the Asian Cup. I do. Which is like in our in You're our right. region, in like, our region, it's the second highest cup yeah. after the World Cup. Yeah. Anyway, Whatever. that's how it is. Wow, that, that, that ended a bit fiery, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, all right, so what do you reckon? Have we said enough? Have I we th- talked enough? I think so. I need a really big glass of water. It's hot in here. <laughs> and... I'm looking at your bottle and I'm thinking, why didn't I bring mine? I'll bring but it everywhere, mate. <laughs> good episode. Just one-on-one tonight. Yeah. Um, guys, uh, oh, you know, we're on the verge of um, announcing a few sponsors as well. Yes. So yes. fingers crossed we can announce them soon, get the contracts all signed up. Um, but, hey, um, great episode. Just one-on-one. We talked about a few random things tonight. We touched on our uh, mental health as well. Again, like always, please go talk to someone if there are moments in need where you just are feeling lost or overwhelmed, go talk to someone. If not, reach out to us on TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, um, uh, Instagram, two blokes in a pod. That's it. Thanks, guys, for listening and watching. It's the Mutts. Have a good one. See you next week. See you later, mate.